It's the Gita Interviews, the premier global IT solution podcast, where we talk to the CEOs and business leaders who are growing their companies through global partnerships. I'm your host, Emery Geositz, the Executive Director of the Global IT Alliance. Hi, and welcome to the Gita Podcast. I'm honored today to be joined from Brazil by Daniel Reese. Daniel is the Sales Director of Microware, one of the original members of the Global IT Alliance. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much, Emery. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us today. How is, how is life in Brazil these days? Well, you know, after a year of the pandemic situation, I think we're getting used to it. So uh, it's pretty much stay at home, yeah, um, work, and find a way to enjoy yourself at home. Spend more time with the family, less time traveling around. We all know how busy <laughs> we were traveling, right? For sure, for sure. So on that topic, Daniel, how were things at Microware through the pandemic? How did you guys survive 2020? So a year ago, when the pandemic hit, we didn't really have much time to plan. We had to implement and adjust on the fly towards the pandemic situation. So looking back, we had to adjust the portfolio of products that we offered the clients. We had to adapt the infrastructure so that everyone could work productively from their homes to be kept safe, of course. Mm-hmm. And we had to work closely with each client, understanding their realities, their needs, and, and you know, coping with what was required. So, mm-hmm. you know, pretty different, mm-hmm. not business as usual for the past year. Yeah, for sure. You know, I've talked to a lot of folks in the same business that we're in, and they seem to have a strategy going into 2020 and then immediately had to scrap that strategy and just sell what the client wanted. Did you guys experience the same thing in Brazil? We did. We saw some lines of the business going up and we also saw some lines of the business going down so everything related to home office enabling people to work uh, remotely increasing the capacity of the data center to support all the traffic that was pushing through uh, all this was increased all projects related to the office which for the majority of them were closed we saw them decreased so mm. Mm. So it was tough for sure. What what changes did you see to our industry that occurred during the pandemic that potentially you see staying with us into 2021, in particular in your country and some of the surrounding countries? So I think the acceleration of the digitalization of all aspects of all the businesses, mm-hmm. uh, what the pandemic made pretty clear is either you can serve your uh, customers remotely and in a digital way, or you probably will be out of business before the pandemic goes away. So Microware capped the investments in digitalizing the businesses inside Microware, as well as double down our bets on helping the clients to digitalize their own businesses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how do you think the adoption of that technology went with some of your customers? Was it a Difficult process, or were they just ready to do whatever it took? You know, I think it was more difficult prior to the pandemic because there was more resistance from the users who who used to do, you know, processes uh, the old way and had to adapt to the new way. Now, when the pandemic hit, I think it actually helped accelerating the transformation because they, the the employees, the users, they didn't really have much of a choice. It was either 
you know, work through the digital tools or don't work at all. And mm -hmm. of course, the majority choose the, the first, chose the first. Yeah. It's so interesting when you consider how many customers would kind of take their time deciding on things like cloud strategy and things like that. And then all of a sudden the pandemic, everyone's like, no, I, I need that. Right. Well, we tried to prepare them for the longest time. And now they were like, they agreed all of a sudden for sure. So here in the U.S., you know, we've got an interesting, we're doing okay with the vaccine and things are going well, but the growth projected for 2021 is, is very high. And we're even seeing projections into 2022 that are significant. What are you hearing and seeing Brazil from the growth forecast for the rest of this year and into 2022? So I, I think Brazil is delayed in the solution curve when compared to the U.S., so our vaccination process is behind the U.S. curve. I think it will take us the whole year to solve the vaccination process. So <clears throat> I don't anticipate the majority of the people and the businesses to go back to the offices and, you know, operate as usual prior to the, the pandemic before the end of the year. Therefore, uh, what we expect for 2021 is pretty similar to what we had in 2020, the ramp up of Technology that enable home uh, working and you know remote accessing and security around the, the remote accessing into the data centers and cloud and things like that, and for the infrastructure for the offices and the actual locations, we think that they will only be coming back in 2022, at least in Brazil. Now, the demand for products like you know, laptops, headsets, web cameras, and, and everything that goes with remote working uh, has gone up a lot in 2020. We expect it to keep on going up in 2021. Mm -hmm. We are seeing quite some growth there. But on the other hand, with the growth, it also comes the uh, restriction in the su supply chain. So we, mm -hmm. we've seen delivery constraints and uh, time for delivery to go up uh, by quite a lot. So we are also having to work around this issue uh, together with our clients. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting part of the way we see the forecast. So clearly by what you said, 2022 is going to probably be a bigger year than 21 for you guys. But even with the product constraints, I mean, Brazil is a major manufacturing hub for so many of the uh, OEMs. When you consider that, are you still experiencing the same level of constraint as the rest of the world? We are. We are because the constraint actually comes from the, the parts. So it's not about the computer. It's about the processor. It's about the memory. Mm -hmm. It's about the hard mm -hmm. drive. And those parts are constraints and they are not produced inside Brazil. They are you know, produced in very large scale processor factories. There are a few only around the world. So those parts are imported into Brazil and therefore you know, computers can't be assembled without parts. So. Right, right. That makes sense. And I was pleased to see Intel opening a major factory here in the U.S. in Arizona to produce chips. Of course, you can't flip the switch and produce them tomorrow, but it's still encouraging that, that they're expanding that. So that's great. You know, when you look at 2020, Daniel, what are you most proud of for the folks? Who, I, I know so many of your dedicated employees, so loyal to Microware. They've all been there many years. You yourself have been there over 20 years. What are you most proud of from the way your employees handled and continue to handle the pandemic? So I, I think 
you know, everything considered and the lack of preparation and the lack of uh, time we had to adjust, I, I think it, act, it actually went pretty well. The, the employees were responsive. They learned quite fast to use the technology that they, that they didn't use before. We kept all our employees. We kept all the training and development programs that we had established prior to the pandemic in microware. And we actually accelerated the investment in the digitalization of the company, of the processes. So all taken into consideration, I think it was an opportunity to, you know, speed up to the future. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tell the folks listening, if you will, where your locations throughout Brazil are. So we have offices in Sao Paulo, Rio de Janeiro, Brasilia, and Espírito Santo. We do cover the entirety of Brazil from those offices. And we also work with the Global OT Alliance to serve the whole world for our clients. Yes, yes, yes. And as one of the founding uh, members, we're, we're so happy uh, about that. Speaking of the alliance, you know, Brazil's interesting from, you know, all of the import and export taxes and everything that goes along with it. But I know that at Microware, you've managed to break out partnerships also in the region. So you support GITA not only in Brazil, but in some of the other regions. Can you talk a little bit about your interaction with the Global IT Alliance, your customers, and some of the benefits you've seen around it? Sure. So since Microware joined the Global IT Alliance you know, a number of years ago, we have been working closely with all the members, supporting the clients together prior to the pandemic and also during the pandemic with the new normal. And during the pandemic especially, we have been sharing knowledge uh, between all the members with regular uh, calls and updates so that we could exchange best practices and, and you know, try to better handle the challenges of the pandemic. Because it, if we learned one thing is that the pandemic was truly global, right? So there was uh, no barrier to it. it. It caught everyone. So in order to surpass it, the solution also needs to be global. And I think the Global OT Alliance helps with that, both serving IT needs for the clients globally, as well as exchanging information on what is going on in each part of the world so that we can coordinate better our response to the pandemic times. And we think the Global OT Alliance was such a great idea that we ourselves established a regional IT alliance, if you will, within Latin America. And, and Started That's serving, so valuable. Yeah, started serving the clients <clears throat> that had operations outside of Brazil as well through this alliance. So all those two together, I think they helped us a lot overcoming uh, this difficult pandemic times, Emery. Yeah, for sure. And Microware's ability to have the buying power, have the team that can support it is, is very important in, in South America. You know, sticking with that a little bit, when you look at what's coming for Microware, are there any particular solutions that you feel like will become more of a focus for you in the future than maybe they were in the past? And talk a little bit about what those might be. I, th I think the key, again, is the di digitalization of the company as, as a whole and also helping the clients doing that. So solutions around being able to offer the whole product catalog, the whole solutions online. And making sure making sure that not only you can sell you know simple products but you can actually sell whole solutions in an online manner 
I think that's probably what's coming up for us in the mm-hmm. next few years. Right. Lots of remote access services and, and the like. How many employees do you have in the country? 113. That's great. That's great. And it's fantastic that everyone was able to maintain their roles and, and all that. So really exciting. Thanks. Thanks for, for what you contribute there. So Daniel, you know, and stay safe from, yeah, home. that's, that's impressive. So has any, anyone returned to the office or, or is everyone pretty much still at home? Everyone's still pretty much at home. Wow. We anticipate uh, that it will be probably around the end of the year when we'll be able yeah. to go back to the office. Wow. Well, certainly the holiday season will be good. <laughs> you'll, you'll have some celebrating to do by the end of the year. So a couple of questions personally, Daniel, I, you and I have known each other a couple of years now. I know that we met in various countries over the years for meetings, et cetera. Personally for you, what is the one or two things you're looking most forward to once the pandemic ceases and you're able to, to go back to some regularity of your life? What are you most looking forward to? So I, I miss traveling, Emory. I, you know, I used to be every other week traveling prior to the pandemic times. And mm-hmm. I hardly have traveled for the past year. Mm. So after the pandemic is over, I hope I can go back traveling, both professionally and for leisure. And in, in, in terms of my business trips, I think we should uh, meet again, not only me and you, you know, but the whole Global IT Alliance for should sure. be together soon. I miss you guys. Yeah, I think we should go to Brazil. That's my oh, opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I agree to that, but we also need to go somewhere else because I need to travel too, right? It's not only you. <laughs> okay, so we'll do Brazil and we'll do maybe US or, or Germany. No, I look forward to that too. One of the things I've been talking to all of our colleagues over the past two days, and that's one of the things that everyone says is, you know, when, you, when your whole existence in business is around e- traveling either domestically or globally, when, when that goes away, it's, it's less about getting on a plane and more about the ability to communicate with your colleagues face-to-face and be able to shake their hand or give them a hug, all the things that we're used to doing over the years. So I think that's, that's what most people are looking forward to for sure. So Daniel, as you look at, as we wrap here, if you look at what's next for microware on the big stage, the, the economy opens up in Brazil and, and things are looking like they did pre-pandemic what is the go-to-market strategy that that you see Microware focused on? So the digitalization that I've talked so many times before with the human mm-hmm. touch, which I think is missing during this pandemic times, right? Because we have all the video conferencing in the world, but we can't really meet in person and, you know, yeah. go out, have yeah. lunch together or things like that. So I'm I'm very keen on on, on trying to bridge the two worlds together, you know, do the best you can online to the most effectiveness possible, but also include there the human touch because after all, we are human beings and we like that. That for sure has been missed. Well, Daniel, I certainly appreciate your time today and joining me here on the podcast. Best of luck to everything in Brazil. Hopefully it opens up sooner than we all anticipate and certainly for business and for our personal and my ability to get to see you somewhere in the world. So thank you again, and I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Emery. I'm looking forward to meet you person. Take care. Thank you for listening to the GITA interviews. To find out more about the Global IT Alliance, please visit www.gita.com or follow us for more great interviews. 